Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He just got there, Rabbits. What about Andrew King? Put him in the socket. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Yes, yes. What is up? What is happening, everyone? Back for two episodes in one day. The Supercoach preview is coming to you a little bit earlier than expected. Have some personal scuff going on tomorrow. But we're going to get this one out with plenty of time for you guys to sort your trades, your captains, Everyone you're going to be holding, your reserves, whatnot. A week where I think it's going to be around the fullback conundrum, isn't it? If you're one of these guys that owns Latrell Mitchell and Ryan Pappenhausen in that combination, you're well and truly up shit creek. If you're one of the guys that have held Tedesco and you still own Pappy, uh, it's a case of do you back Tedesco to come back to form or do you have to trade Pappy out to bolster your team with some more points? Uh, either way, we're going to be covering all that and plenty more in this week's episode of the Supercoach Preview. I think we'll kick off with the most important part of this week, I feel. It's the buy, holes and sell. And look, I've narrowed this down to five, but there's plenty of guys we can add to this list that aren't in the in the names. Look, we'll start off with Ruben Garrick. I feel like a lot of people are going to call this one chasing last week's points, but on that left edge, Ruben Garrick scored two tries all year, an average 50 for a manly side that looks shocking without Tom Travojevic. Turbo, obviously, is a talking point, but he comes back into this side. He loves to sweep on that left edge. Ruben Garrick is on that left wing. Look, he's averaging, like I said, over 50 before Turbo came back. Put up some great scores on the weekend. If we can get him uh, scoring, if, if we can get Manly scoring two more tries, that gives him more chances to kick goals, more chances to score points. Don't be surprised to see Ruben Garrick average up over 60 uh, easily. And you're getting him at a great discount rate this week, I feel. If you're after a really good pod center wing, uh, Ruben Garrick could definitely steer you in the right direction. The only downside about Garrick is he doesn't play that first bye week, which, is an, which I guess is the biggest uh, strike next to his name. The very next man on the list is Jake Simkin, Tigers rookie hooker. Now, don't get me wrong, Simkins looked phenomenal in his very first game, but it's it's the same case as Sam Walker. If you don't have any plans to play Simkin in this week, then there's no chance, like there's no reason to buy him so early. We get another chance to look at him for another week to see how Mike McGuire will use him in the rotation. So if you're desperate for a reserve, I don't hate the trade of bringing Simkin in. You're going to free up a lot of cash. But if you're strictly looking at him as a cash cow and aren't going to play him, then I'd definitely be holding off a weekend, looking to improve on some other uh, parts of the field. The next man, obviously, Latrell Mitchell, four-week suspension with the judiciary last night. Uh, no questions here as to him being a sell. Four weeks is just way too long for him to be considered a reasonable option to hold on the bench. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, I've got as a hold. He was touching go to play this week, so I would expect him to be very, very close to playing next week. And if not, uh, two weeks on the sideline, I think, is fine for a guy um, that is, so far, the best fullback in Supercoach. Tino Fatasul Malawi, uh, I think his time in the sun may have come to an end. If you're going to sell him, definitely don't hate it. He just hasn't kicked on enough as what we want him to do. Getting plenty of touches with the footy, but just not doing enough with them um, to see 
being in the squad whilst he is out with that suspension. Luke Thompson, a guy that I was high on all week. I think he's a great buy. He's going to be a guy that's a very, very safe 60. I'm not going to have a huge ceiling, but definitely a guy with a, with a pretty great floor. And one more sneaky little option that, look, a couple of people are talking about, uh, but I'm not seeing enough hype around him, is Matt Lodge. Now, the guy played very, very minimal minutes last week, pumped out 62. We see Danny Levi come onto the bench for the Brisbane Broncos as well. If this is a long-term thing, it's going to mean more minutes to go around for the big boys up front. Matt Lodge, you guys know how high on him I was in the preseason. Did his hamstring, which sucked, but we're getting back at full fitness. He's a PPM machine, so... Definitely, uh, I think there's worse options to pick up for Matt Lodge at 330k also. Captain of the Oz. Ah, yes. The dreaded captain choice. The choice that could make or break your week that sends you into dismay or euphoria. Look, for captains this week, I think there's... That Panthers game is really juicy as well. We've got Luai, we've got Cleary, both great VC options. Then we move into the Bunnies, and I think Cody Walker with no Latrell Mitchell can really go off huge. I know that he's very hit and miss, but I feel like this is one of the weeks that is screaming out for a Cody Walker takeover. Uh, Gutho. I think Gutho, if you're going to trade out Pappenhausen, uh, people are talking about KP, people are talking about Turbo. I think there's not enough respect being put on Gutho's name. I think he is the best option outside of those two. Turbo, I probably can never go near, unfortunately, just with that hamstring issue. It's always in the back of your mind. With KP, he's got a pretty crap draw moving forward. And Gutho, mate, I don't think Gutho's going to play Origin. And I really, really like him moving forward. I think he's going to be a great VC slash C option this week. James Zesco, um, I think this is the week that he bounces back. Gets Sam Verrills back. I think that's really going to help his go forward. Help the Roosters go forward as well. I'm backing Teddy in for a big one this Anzac day. And the last game of the round, Cam Munster. No Ryan Pappenhausen. So no surprises to see his name feature here. For Cam Munster owners, it's been a little bit hot and cold for you guys this year. Munster hasn't ever really disappointed, but he hasn't really uh, crashed through the ceiling like we hoped he does. So... This is the week for him, I feel, Cam Munster, to go for a big one for the captain choices this week. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Hot Takes was a mixed bag last week. We had Jerome Luai to go over 115. He was a very, very tough watch as someone that just brought him in. We waited until that very last play uh, for him to just get some good points. We had Kalen Pong to go over 80, which was fantastic to watch. We had Pap and Teddy combined to go under 150. Uh, both those guys did that. We had Turbo to go over 80, which he did. Then we had Flano to score over 80, and that looked pretty good when he crashed over for the try, but uh, Flano ended up on 57 or something, so it went a little bit under, unfortunately. The hot takes this week, um, they're going to feature heavily around matchups, as they do most weeks. We have Cody Walker to go over 100. We have Tom Starling, the new Raiders hooker, uh, coming in for Josh Hodgson to go over 75. We have James Desco to go over 100. We go Kurt Capewell to go under 55 as well. So, look, only four picks this week, but um, pretty confident on them. The only one I'd be worried about is Tom Starling. How many minutes is Ricky Stewart going to give him? And obviously with Kurt Capewell, we know that he can go off for 90s, but he's relying heavily on those attacking tries. So, happy to back him not to score every week and go under 55 for me. When it comes to my personal trades... I'm very, very lost right now. I'm recording this currently at 6.30 on a Wednesday night, and I have zero idea what I'm doing for my trades. I think it's going to feature Matt Lodge in there somewhere. Another guy I'm looking at and bringing back in is Satili Tupanua. The only problem is he's not playing the round 13, so we're not. I'm not too sure as to what kind of output he's going to have. Didn't play 80 minutes last week either, which was concerning, so... 
Going to have to sit down, look at the numbers and work out my trades this week, but they will be up on the Instagram at about 7 o'clock on Thursday night before the game starts. But right now, I'm looking at Tino Fatasumalewi out, Matt Lodge in. Not too sure if I'm going to be making a second trade. I'm going to be holding Pappenhausen, uh, which is against the grain. And I think my captain for this week will be James Sesco, which has been a long time coming for Teddy to be given the armband in my side. With the listener Q&As this week, we're going to go down a little bit of a different route. Normally, I post on Instagram and get a ton of questions from you guys, but I thought I would give the new Facebook page a bit of a plug. If you guys aren't on it, it is Supercoach Whisperers Discussion Group on Facebook. Um, just search that. It should come up. It's a couple of questions that you have to answer. Biggest rule I have is don't be a knob. If there's a new player in there that has posted something questionable, give them a hand, give them some advice, help them out. Um, you guys were new once. I understand that the learning the game is tough, so if we can make it uh, better on the new guys, it's going to help Supercoach in the future, but give that a quick plug. There is also a Discord server as well. I have made a Discord. I'm on that regularly. Um, I'm actually jumping on tonight to answer a couple of questions via voice chat, so if you guys are interested in that, the link is on the Facebook page. It's also in the Instagram bio, so head over, check out the Facebook page, check out the Discord. If you guys want to hang out with me, if you want to, if you want to hang out with other listeners, other um, the social media followers, hang out with those guys. Uh, there's plenty of great debates going on there. But with the listener Q and A's, we're going to go over to Facebook this week. And um, Danan asks, um, is with the with the injuries to Pap and Latrell, who are the best two fullbacks coming up going through Origin? Uh, as we touched on before, I think it's Gutho. I think he's head and shoulders above um, the other two guys. Gutho, I don't think, will be playing Origin. Uh, with that 14 role, we expect it to go to Pappenhausen. Turbo to be most likely in the centres. Kalen Ponga to be the fullback. Uh, and as we said, Pappenhausen to be the 14. So I, don't think, I think Gutho misses out on an Origin spot. He'll be definitely in the camp, uh, but I think he'll be fresh for that round 13 bye week. And with the Parramatta draw they've got coming up, definitely really like Gutho as an option moving forward. Luke asks, how do you feel about Supercoach bringing in dual position changes during the season? Players like Schuster and even, to a lesser extent, Watson, losing the 5-8 but gaining a 2-RF. Um, as I reply to this, and I'll go into it a little bit more detail now, I think it's really unfair, and I don't think it's ever going to happen, just because, look, I didn't jump on Josh Schuster. Um, I've had Connor Watson, and I've had Jerome Luai in my 5-8s. Now, let's say Schuster um, gets a 2-RF spot. It's so easy for me to bring him in. I can drop Ryan James. If you own a Jordan Ricky, you can drop him and get Schuster in. So it's so much easier to get him in a, in a, in a non-key position. If you're one of the guys that had to sacrifice a 5-8 spot to get Schuster, and then you see guys like myself that get him in so easily, uh, I just I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to say unfortunately, but it's, it's never going to happen, thankfully, because it, I think it just creates too much imbalance in the game. Once a player um, has played a game, I don't think it's fair to to change their positions on players. Um, I suggested this at the start of the season with someone like a Rocco Berry, potentially getting a center wing spot. Um, but yeah, the more I think about it, the more unfair it is on guys that that took the risk and jumped on early. For example, these questions seem to be coming up more and more as we get closer to it. Jared asks, how many players are you planning on having for the first buy round and who are some good targets for it? Uh, I think center wing is probably the, the place to go to. You've got Zach Lomax, you've got David Nofaluma off the top of my head. Um, you've got guys like Gutho as we touched on, uh, Isaiah Papali'i, uh, Ryan Madison if he doesn't get an origin spot with the concussions he's got. There's plenty of, of solid guys that aren't going to play origin. That's why someone like a Tohu Harris is always so um, sought after because obviously a Kiwi not going to be playing origin. Tamalolo is another one from recent years gone by. As for the players that we're going to have in the side, 
I think a great number to work off is probably 13, 14. If you can have maybe one reserve, then, then awesome. But I think 13 is, is probably a good number to have. Don't stretch yourself too thin and play uh, duds during Origin. Like, if you have someone like a Jason Saab, then that's fine. Just hold him for, for Origin. Don't bring him in for Origin, so to speak. It's a case of... This year, I think the first Origin week is, is providing so much more quality than the second week. So if you are going to go heavy in one week, I'd definitely be going heavy in the first, not the second, um, just from the, from the sheer quality that's on the board. So I wouldn't be aiming for a full squad, and I wouldn't be bringing in duds just to play for one week if that helps out. The next question comes from Anthony. He says, hanging in there 72nd overall. Well done, mate. 72nd is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, hopefully the team is built strongly. He says... Thinking of going Gutho over the Ponga Turbo for the draw and the buys, yeah, as we touched on, mate, Gutho, I think, is probably the best fullback option. Uh, moving forward over someone like a Turbo and Ponga, just from the draw and the origin and, and the buy planning and whatnot. And the last one for the t- today, it's a shorter podcast, so we are pressed for time a little bit. Uh, but Martin asks, which gun forward ticks the most boxes from now until the end of origin? Uh, sorry, until now around origin. Been looking at quite a few, but there seems to be some sort of downside to most whether it be origin or buy round. For example, James Fisher-Harris stands out, but he's highly owned. Um, and why isn't he talked about more than Tohu, who's going to miss the first buy round? I think it just comes down to stigma with players. I mean, James Fisher-Harris is in a pretty stacked forward pack, isn't he? And if Ivan Cleary is going to split some minutes around origin, is James Fisher-Harris going to be on the negative end of that? But then also we look at Isaiah Yo, and we expect him to play Origin, so is that going to free up some more minutes in the middle for him to play? I think just with James Fisher-Harris, though, it's we do get a little bit in, a little bit of inconsistency with him. I remember he only scored 38 or something last uh, a couple of weeks ago and still played decent minutes. So I guess when you're paying 550k plus for these guys, you do want some kind of consistency. And I guess that's the reason why people love Tohu so much is because the ceiling isn't fantastic, but the floor is, is exceptional. I feel like he's just a safe 55 week in, week out. As for the guys that you target, um, a lot of international guys are obviously the key. In recent years, Tamalolo was a gun during Origin. Marty Tapao in years gone by for the Tigers when uh, they were struggling and really needed him to step up. So with Origin planning, uh, obviously the round 13 buy is so crucial, I feel, because there is still so much quality on the field compared to the, the next bye week. But, yeah, look, the, the questions this week were a little bit more condensed. Um, we'll be chopping and changing between Instagram and Facebook. We'll be integrating both of them as well. Just press for time this week a little bit. But hopefully we've, uh, we've uncovered a couple of topics that you guys had questions about. Still getting plenty of DMs through. Um, if I don't get back to them, like I said, there is a Facebook page. There is a Discord group uh, for you guys to jump in, ask each other questions. And I will give the podcast a quick plug now. I haven't done it for a little bit, but if you guys are enjoying it um, and want to help me out, want to support the channel, drop it a review. Um, yeah, it doesn't cost you a cent. If you guys enjoy it, it's going to help me a lot. It's going to reach more people. Um, yeah, basically, don't ask for, for any kind, kind of financial gain from you guys doing this all. Um, just with a bit of love for the game and Supercoach and never claim to be an expert, but we get some calls right, we get some calls wrong. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the ride along for the season. Seven rounds in, plenty more to come. But for now, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. That's all, folks.